holding the quill. Here we are, guys. Welcome back. Episode 2 of Season 2 of Holding the Quill. Hello and welcome back, listener. Have we got a ripper of a show lined up for you? Yes. Yes, we do. And here it is. Here we are. The Quill Lads. The Quill Lads are back. Episode 2. Grose, how are you, matey? I'm very well, thank you, uh, baby drinks. Um, how's, How's your week been? This week, it's it's only early days in the week so far, but um, it's kicked off pretty well. Um, I've uh, enjoyed the fact that I turned up on Monday morning to work and the first thing my boss said to me was, oh, you're back in work now, are you? You haven't continued on with your modelling career. All right, okay. And I was taken aback. I was like, what on earth are you talking about? And uh, my boss then said that she discovered a video of me um, mm. a little video of yours Hello. truly doing exercise on YouTube um, because I'm now an exercise star of, of the internet uh, with well over 100 views. When I say star, I mean um, not a star at all. Just a few work colleagues have looked at an exercise video of me and thought, oh, this will be funny if we refer to him as a model. Sounds, sounds like you've been inspired from our very own Mo Wicks. Uh, well, I'm taking him on, taking Mo and Joe on. Get Mo, away. They, they can't handle your mojo, can they, old Mo, uh... <laughs> Mo and Joe can't Mo take Joe. my mojo. No, um, absolutely not. Well, can't yeah, contend I mean, with the mojo. Back in the day, I did have hair to contend with Joe, but um, you know, mm. I've gone for a bit more of a clean, um, you know, crew cut now, ready for uh, ready for business. Um, and may I say that I, I. I I'm a true, true fan of the the current wave that is your hair. It is is stim- simply stunning. And actually, if anything, you're wasted on this podcast. So um, yeah, I, I hope the I hope the modelling career kicks off. Really, oh, great. Honestly, we've, we've, we we uh, we need to stop with these scripts. I mean, uh, it's getting it's turning into <laughs> it's turning obvious, isn't it? That the listeners are just uh, finding out that you and I we're just using this as a springboard this podcast to to both launch my modeling career and your dj career yes indeed well i mean i, I don't need too much of a springboard but uh you know a few more bookings here and there would be would be well exactly most, i mean you're you're, you're, you're 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 flying in the air like at the moment you know all those bookings around cambridge <laughs> <laughs> east london cambridge massive in east london cambridge those two two spots hot spots we should probably Get on with the with the, the nitty gritty. Right, let's do it then. Hit us. Yeah. Right. So um, uh, I've got one email to read out today, this fine day, and uh, it's from a Bernard from Harrogate. Hi, gentlemen. As a calligrapher with over forty years' experience and a senior member of the International Association of Master Penmen. When I downloaded Holding the Quill podcast, I was expecting some insightful conversation about practising the art of calligraphy. I'm utterly aghast at all of your podcast episodes, and I have wasted approximately four hours listening to your cretinous drivel. I demand you change the title of your podcast, It is as it is an insult to us proud penmen all over the world. My lawyers will be in touch. Bernard. Blimey! Wow, Bernard, he is—he is fired up, isn't he? There's a lot of pent-up progression from Bernard here. Well, all I would say is that actually, Bernard, um, I <laughs> did win the uh, Year Five uh, Handwriting Award at Oak Farm Junior School, so I think you'll find we are well equipped in the calligraphy world. My grandfather, um, rest rest in peace, rest his soul was actually a calligrapher. True story. So stick that, stick that pen up your Jap's eye. Oof. Ouch. Oh, yeah, ah, Bernard. Ah. Take I that. Mean, it's, it's a shame that, you know, clearly he's probably won't be listening to any more of our shows. So he... he uh, well, we uh, can say well, that. Hence, hence why I just felt, felt the need to just get, <laughs> have a little outburst back. Because I don't know about you, but I actually 
quite like um, venting inner frustrations at people that I know full well that I'm never ever going to meet. Like if if you're on mm. the phone to uh, I don't know, like um, your uh, gas and electricity service provider or your or your broadband provider, and you've been on hold for thirty minutes, and then you finally get through to them. You know, I feel like there's there's a reason and there's a good justification to vent a bit of frustration, but knowing full well that nothing's going to change, nothing in their practice is going to change. They're not going to inform the manager. They're not going to change anything about how they run as a business. But it must be said, <laughs> you're that guy, aren't you? You're that knobhead. I'm Karen. Just, I am there's... the biggest Karen that's going. I want to speak to your manager. Right? No, no. Go, go, get your manager now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, you're, you're hiding behind the telephone somewhat. So uh, mm. you're 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 the equivalent of a of a keyboard warrior, a troll, a, a, a telephone troll. Whoa, 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 That's whoa, all whoa, you whoa, are. Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I can I can I can I please can I kindly correct you, good sir? You can um, try. I am I am I am the equivalent of. A modern day, uh, you know, developed world Robin Hood, um, a Robin Hood of the um, of 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 the of the Western commercial world, because what I'm saying is I only like to point out poor practice and mm. inefficiency, and if someone is, you know, showing me that they are uh, not good at their job or they can't answer my query. In a in a in a timely fashion, I will definitely point that out. Mm. Now, um, drink little baby drinks. We we need to press on. We we are uh, spinning out of control somewhat here. Uh, can I give a quick round up for the socials? Go on then. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, like Bernard did, the lovely Bernard from Harrogate, you need to email us at holdingthequill at gmail You can hit us up on the gram. It is at Holding the Quill Podcast, and we've also got a little Twitter. Uh, that's a, that's a new social uh, that we we've we've invested in. Invested in. We've we've, no. you know, we've <laughs> committed to. No, we've we've committed to Twitter, uh, and we're on Twitter at Holding the Quill. Yeah, so we've we've got all of those socials running. We've got all of our um, big hitting patrons, such as. Michael Caine, Kylie Minogue and Wagner all tuning in and loving our work, giving us big old thumbs up. So tell your friends, tell your friends, come and have a listen. Come and have a listen to Holding the Quill. Mm. And if you're listening and want to get involved live on the show, the number you need to call is 077-99-301-472. We're taking your calls. Get involved now. Phone lines are on loud on high volume we're ready to receive your call give us a call let's have a chat lovely right on with the show let's do it hello holding the quill hi guys ross kemp actor and documentary maker here now Many of your listeners will know me from documentaries such as Ross Kemp on Gangs or Ross Kemp Extreme World. But what I thought I'd do for your lucky listeners is give them a sneak preview into a video blog that I'll be releasing soon. It's called Ross Kemp on Crisps. So the first crisps I'm going to review are the new oven-baked veg crisps by Walker's. They come in two flavours, sweet potato with paprika and beetroot with sweet chilli. Now, on the packet, they claim to pack a spicy punch. Now, I'm no stranger to spice, and I mean, I'm certainly not proud to say this, but I've been in my fair share of situations giving and taking heavy punches. And I can safely say that these Walker's oven-baked veg crisps most definitely do pack a spicy punch they're very tasty they're healthy they're healthier than regular crisps and on the crunch factor they score a solid seven 
out of ten, that is. All in all, these new walkers, oven baked veg crisps, are great. Although their packets are rather small for big guys like me. I hope you guys all enjoyed that crisp review. It'll be coming out on my vlog later this week. Anyway, better run, guys. Got lots of crisps to eat and review. Goodbye. Cheers, Ross. Bye now. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Goodbye. See ya. Ross Camp out. Quill fail. So, uh, look, I know we've had a few emails that people want to bring back Egg Chat, but we're sticking with Quill fail. I've got another, hopefully, funny, embarrassing story. Um, uh, this is from a friend of a friend of a friend. Are you still with me, baby drinks? <laughs> um, I mean, this is this is, essentially this is how I describe all of my friends because essentially <laughs> they're all either all of your friends or friends of your friends friends so it's when i whenever i uh, stake a claim to someone being my friend they're usually like what he's not my friend he's my friend's friend 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 yeah it's it's a friendly well, I, I, understand, I understand but who knows if a listener understands anyway what is the story okay um it's it's a female friend of a friend of a friend so we need we need a fake name they they want to remain confidential so i don't know if you could you could hit me up with a, a fake uh a fake female name for me baby drinks a, a, a fake female name um uh, uh, brenda brenda lovely yeah um and we need a fake job for brenda are you asking me to just come up with a story now uh, uh, no, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're minor details in the story any job for brenda uh, uh, it needs to be a job that might uh, require her to be on a, a video conferencing tool such as Zoom, but there are many alternatives out there for the listeners. Uh, okay, Brenda. Brenda works in um, uh, in 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 uh, PR for for the for Talk Talk. Lovely. You probably complained to one of her colleagues, I believe, on the phone before. <laughs> right. So, uh, so Brenda um, recently entered the Spin the Wheel competition on this morning. So this morning, obviously hosted by Phil and Holly. Okay. Are you... Are you are you aware of the spin the wheel competition with Phil and no Ollie? No idea. No, look, Jack. I know that you've been on uh, equivalent of furlough, or well, your own your <laughs> own version of furlough. So I, I know that you must know this very, very well. <laughs> okay, I, I promise you, Brenda isn't me. But um, so Brenda basically entered the spin the wheel competition, and basically to enter the competition, you have to download the This Morning app, and once you've entered all your details, it basically gives you a password. Okay, you with me so far? Mm. So basically, Phil and Holly uh, every day then ring up the winner, which is completely uh, random, and, and they ring up the winner live on air. And you basically have to answer the phone with that particular passphrase. Okay. Okay. So our good friend of a friend of a friend, Brenda. Uh, who's obviously high up in the uh, PR department in, at Talk Talk? Uh, she was on a video conference with uh, with her team. Uh, I'm told over a hundred people on this on this call. So very very busy busy call that she she's on. Very and busy, very busy, very very busy, very busy. And um, she's she's in, she's in the middle of the call, and all of a sudden her phone on an unknown private number starts to ring. Okay, so Brenda is obviously super excited. She's uh, she's she's she she thinks she's won. She she thinks it's Phil and Holly ringing up her phone. What's what's her ringtone? Um, I, I think she's actually changed it recently to the Holding the Quill theme tune. Re um, didi didi. <laughs> exactly. So Brenda. so so, <laughs> so, so the, the Holding the Quill theme tune ringtone comes on and obviously really excited really enthusiastically she shouts into her phone the passphrase which uh of that particular day was mary had a little lamb so she shouts as loud as she can 
Mary had a little lamb into her phone. Now, sadly for her, she hadn't put her uh, she hadn't put her Zoom video conference on mute. So, to the surprise of uh, over a hundred people on her call, uh, she she shouted, "Mary had a little lamb." So all of her work colleagues, slightly confusing the, the, the whole team. And and even more, unfortunately for her, it wasn't Phil and Holly on the phone, but it was actually her GP ringing her. So she <laughs> uh, shouted oh, yeah. down the phone, Mary had a little lamb to her her, her doctor who's uh, ringing her with some, I mean, with some medical I, advice. I, I, I mean, the, the, with, if I know Brenda... Um, which and, I don't, and you do, yeah. Which yeah. I don't, but I feel like I do from this story. Um, if she, if if she's like calling calling her GP and asking for some form of callback of, of an assessment, I think it sounds like she's the type of person that might need some input of some kind. <laughs> um, and the fact that she shouted, "Mary had a little lamb." Uh, to to all of her colleagues on this Zoom call, not aware of what was going on. She's she she's lacking a little bit of common sense anyway. So maybe the GP should sort of have an assessment of her mental well-being. Mm. I mean, I, I think I think to be fair to her, she obviously she's got str- a little she bit sounds like away. she sounds like, she sounds like she's struggling. Okay. And, well, and I mean, what you're, what you're saying, Jack, is is you're trying to give this out as a funny story when actually, Brett, poor Brenda, she she she's 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 finding this this whole thing just overwhelming. And you're now you're you're laughing at her. You're laughing at poor Brenda. Well, maybe she needs to take the uh, the same cognitive test as uh, our good um, overseas president, Mr. Donald Trump. Um, person, man, woman, TV, camera. <laughs> Look, um, I think um, what what this this uh, the last few months has shown us is that. We're all a little bit mad, aren't we? And um, you know, if if her work colleagues think it's totally unprofessional for her to be shouting, Mary had a little lamb uh, down the phone on a on a on a on a phone on a genuine phone call where where she thought she, you know, she could have easily justified that to both a GP and to you know her work colleagues. And if any of her work colleagues were like, oh, she's lost it, she's lost the plot, then I think it says more about her work colleagues. Exactly. Well, you know uh, I mean? hopefully that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I absolutely do. So, I mean, I, that gave... I, I, that's how I answer the phone every time, just in case it's Holly and uh, <laughs> um, and Phil. You know, I've never even seen the show, but I just shout it just in case there's some competition. Yeah, well, I, I expect to uh, to be answering the phone to Mary had a little lamb a few more times with you um, over from the next few on. weeks. From now on, yeah. that's that's how everyone's going to be answering the phone um, because you know the. Um, the net that is cast out from our listenership of holding the quill, everyone's going to, you know, that's going to be the next movement um, that obviously people will be uh, changing their ringtones to our theme song. And then answering the phone. Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mary, I, had I, a, I, Mary had a little I, lamb. Baby drinks here. <laughs> I um Yeah. Well, I, I hope we start a movement and uh, I hope I honor, Brenda's little quill fail there. So um, that's that's this week's, this episode's quill fail. Quill fail. Hello, holding the quill. Hello, my name is Andy Dunn and I'm a teacher here in Glasgow in Scotland. Hi Andy, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Now, every single day, I look at myself in the mirror and I say, Andy, you are so very fortunate to be in this position, to be bringing joy, hope, and a meaningful education to the next generation. Now, some say that children in the future, and you know what? They really are. I mean, now I know that across the UK, we stopped the clap for key workers a few weeks ago now. But here at my house, I mean, we've kept up the tradition every Thursday at 8. Oh, gosh, what did I look at the time? Uh, excuse me a minute. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, you're all so great. 
Andy, 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 Andy. Hello. Andy. Oh, so sorry, sorry. I mean, I, I'm sorry about that. I mean, it's you know, it, I just missed almost missed it. It's eight o'clock, and I, and I just love to you know provide thank yous and you know just give back to the community. That uh, you know, it just means so much to be a key worker like myself and. I'm, I'm part of something so special, you know, helping the next generation. Okay. Um, what is it that you teach? Well, I mean, I'm actually a lecturer at University of Glasgow. I'm, I'm a lecturer for textiles and the fashion design course. Now, I, I actually, technically, you know, I haven't been at work for the last four months, but on behalf of all the fellow teachers and lecturers, I know that we have such a vitally important job, you know. I mean, sometimes I think of myself as a Scottish gandhi, you know. Like a, a racist sex addict? No, no. You know, like a leader, you know, a guru. You know, someone that's given back to the community. Okay, right, okay, well, sure. Look, and I, I, I hope that you guys are just as pleased as I am that there are great people in the world giving back to the community, teachers, nurses, fashion and textile lecturers, you know, all these vital people just doing the best for, for everybody. Yeah, well, um yeah, I guess I guess I guess it's a it's a good point that you make. There's, there's definitely some that are, um, some people are doing a really good job at the moment. Now it's a tough time out there, but I'm just so pleased that there are good people and everybody has such a warm heart that are key workers. But look, I better go. Um, I'm gonna go outside and clap a little bit more. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, it might be past eight o'clock, and and uh, and you know, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if the clap's still going, but appreciate your efforts, and uh, thank, thanks for calling in, Andy. I know that it, every little counts, and somebody out there, one of the other key workers, is going to enjoy listening to me clapping. So I'm going to go out there now. I'll see you later. Okay, see you, Andy. Thanks for your call. See you guys. See you. Bye. Bye. Literature. Quill literature for this episode is called Brian the Bag Mac Daddy. Brian has just finished a mammoth 14-hour shift at his local care home. He's worked there for only six months, and although he's one of many part-time cleaners there, he's the one that all the staff and residents know by name and love to chat to. One resident, Agatha, says, even though Brian can't hold a note to save his life, and he sounds like a drunken karaoke singer when he sings, it does cheer us up when he bounces down the corridors singing Sweet Home Alabama. Brian is on his way home from work, and even though he has some leftover bolognese in the fridge, he decides to treat himself to a Big Mac burger at McDonald's. Walking out of McDonald's, Brian begins to carefully pop open the glorious Big Mac box. He can't wait to tuck into the burger after his long day at work. But as he does so, he glances over to his left, and he sees an elderly lady surrounded by three youngsters with their hoods up. One of them snatches the lady's bag, and they all start to run away. Brian can't believe what he just saw, but immediately closes the lid of his Big Mac and sprints after them. As he passes the elderly lady, he shouts, I'll get them for you! Brian chases after them like a lion hunting down its prey. The three of them are just ahead of him now, and the gap between them is narrowing by the second. Brian grips his Big Mac in its box even tighter, and continues to sprint with it like a relay baton, the contents inside probably resembling more like baby food than a burger now. Two of the youths turn to see Brian closing in on them, and almost like synchronised swimmers, they peel away in opposite directions down side streets. With two of the cowards gone, it's now just the youngster carrying the bag ahead. Stop now, or I'll call the police, shouts Brian. Whatever, dickhead, replied the hooded thief. 
which is rather ironic, given how stealing from an elderly lady is exactly what most people would regard as dickhead behaviour. The youngster swerves round a corner and through some narrow side streets. Brian just about manages to keep up with him, but he's beginning to tire now. Up ahead is a two-metre-high wire fence, and without any hesitation, the hooded dickhead manages to hop, hop and roll straight over the top, just like they do in the movies. Brian tries to do the same thing, but gets his sleeve caught in the fence. He dismounts successfully on the other side of the fence, but in doing so, drops his Big Mac. The Big Mac drops dramatically to the ground, with both perfectly untouched beef patties crashing onto the grey, dirty pavement and obviously on the other side of the fence where he'd just come from. Now Brian's really mad. His eyes widen and pupils dilate to resemble the Big Mac beef burgers on the ground. Brian lets out a mighty roar and then charges towards the hooded thief. Three metres, two metres, one metre. Gotcha! Uh, uh, hey, hey, go easy on me, mister. We were just messing around and we, we were going to give the bag back, I promise. Hmm, right. Okay then, Brian replies. Well, I'll tell you what then, Brian begins, as he pins the thief against the wall with a vice-like grip. If you walk back with me, hand hand back the bag, apologise to the poor lady to her face, and then, do you know what else you're going to do? Uh, no. Then you're going to buy both me and the lady a Big Mac meal each. And I'll also have a Caramel McFluffy to go with it. Is that clear? Yes. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Brian and the thief begin walking back towards McDonald's and where the elderly lady is. And Brian begins whistling the tune of Sweet Home Alabama. Wow. What a hero. What a hero, Brian. Brian. Yeah, very good, very very good. Um, yeah. I've got I've got one criticism of Brian. Okay, um, he's chosen the caramel McFlurry. Right, and what, what's what's your criticism there? I mean, everyone's everyone's choice surely is the the Smarty McFlurry. Surely is that is that still going? Is it? I thought I thought they did, did away with that one. Man, no, you, I think, you've, you've, I think, you've I been think out of the game for so number long. one. Oh, really? uh, no, still, no, still, still going. I, yeah, didn't, they, didn't they introduce an Oreo one at one point? They did, yeah. I think that, that was that... Limited, limited edition potentially. Was it? Okay, fine. Good, the, good thing I didn't write that into the story then. <laughs> well, it could. I mean, it could. <laughs> we, we've got so many angry emails. Uh, I think you'll find um, there's no such thing as uh, Oreo McFlurry anymore. Yeah, actually, um, well, I mean, I'll probably get a load of angry emails about Smarty McFlurries, but uh, bring them on. Um, if you want to email in, holdmcquill.gmail.com. Probably be flashy again. Yeah. The Mona. Not bad. The no, bad. The Wazak. <laughs> Do you want to perform at your very best time at the time? Mindfulness apps, life coaching sessions, and cups of strong coffee not getting you to the top of your game? Well, you can hire me, Frank Wilder, to be your personal mobile motivating sidekick for a morning, evening, or even a whole goddamn day. Sometimes, when we're nervous before an important meeting, or are short of confidence before a hot date, we need a slap round the face, or someone to bark at us, words of encouragement, to get our shit together. That's where I come in. The name's Frank Wilder, and I am the mobile motivator. Will Legacy. So, everyone, here we are. This is Quill Legacy. And for this, the big episode two, we've got Grown Up Groads facing a good friend of mine. Uh, and I'm delighted to introduce to you all this episode's guest, The Challenger, is a very good friend of mine who I've known for a long time. And I've been privileged enough to see his rise in the uh, in the world of stand-up comedy over the last few years. And uh, Ooh, he's stop got... it, baby, stop it. You're so, you're so kind. You're so kind. <laughs> he's, um, he's got great content on YouTube and Instagram. And, well, of course, before lockdown in the old pandemic, he, uh, he was performing all around London at stand-up nights and events. And he's been building up quite an impressive following. So, yep. without further so... ado... 
It is my great pleasure to introduce my good friend, Matthew Harrison. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Yes, my name is Matthew Harrison, as that has been just said. Um, and yeah, I'm excited right now, man. Not going to lie, a little bit buzzing. Um, not buzzing like because I've been smoking weed. I mean, buzzing like, you know, with excitement and stuff like that. Um, hey, no, this wh- is nice. Whatever your buzz is, Matt. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know? I'm, I think we're feeling it. I, th- I think Groves, I can all- already hear his, his nervousness, the fact that he's so silent. <laughs> well, you know? I- that was a huge build-up. So you know the pressure. That is, was that, Jesus. Massive. I was right sitting now. there like butterflies in the stomach and everything. I was like, whoa. I, th- I thought I thought we had another guest on the show. <laughs> 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 oh, firing shots! Eh? Like all of that, and it's just like, oh, it's just just uh, it's just 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 Matthew Harrison. Okay, okay, well, okay. There you go. <laughs> but uh, look, so so um, obviously. Matthew, Matt, Matt the Comedian. You're Matt the Comedian on Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. So do you know what? It's weird because I wanted to just go by Matthew Harrison because that's the name my mother gave me and I love her very much. But um, if you go on Instagram and all these sort of different social media sites, Matthew Harrison is taken up. There's actually a, a director in America, a movie director called Matthew Harrison, and he's claimed all the Matthew Harrisons on all the socials. The selfish swear words. So, um... I say no you're going to be bigger than this other Matthew Harrison I can feel it oh yeah that's I wanted to get to the point where you google his name and Matt the comedian comes up or you know whatever but um so yeah exactly all, all these budding up all these budding uh Hollywood film actors are looking for Matthew Harrison right. and actually all they keep getting all of your comedy videos coming up yeah they'll be like actually I want to work for that guy I want to be Wait a in minute, some of mind. you know <laughs> F Hollywood, baby. Go to the UK. That's the hey. dream. So, Matt, you ready? Oh, I was born ready, baby. Grown up roads, you ready? I'm ready, mate. Okay, so... Oh my God, the... I'm so nervous! Sorry, go on. <laughs> the Quillegacy uh, quiz for this episode is uh, cleverly called Arigato Sega and Nintendo. So, Ooh, obviously, hello. Ari- Arigato, meaning hello. So, hello, Sega and Nintendo. Um, for all of you um, console lovers out there, um, well, in fact, this is this is not part of the quiz. But hey, Matthew, Matt, I'm, yes. I'm sure you're going to be you're going to be pretty good at this. But this is just a little. Extra, extra. What can I, I, I say? I, one thing I do know about you is your retro game knowledge is pretty tight. Listen, I wasted many years of my life, many years that I will never get back playing old school computer games. Um, yeah, what can I say, man? I, yeah, I was born for this. Jack, I feel sorry for you, bruv. Well... Yeah, you ain't got a chance in hell. I, I'm just going to... I'm going to throw this out there right now. I'm one of the few people that owned Michael Jackson's Moonwalker on Sega. Oh, no, he didn't! He didn't! Uh-uh, <laughs> so, uh, he didn't, baby! Okay, I'm just going okay. to throw that out there right now. All right, well, clearly you was born ready. Clearly you was born ready as well. Great well, game, by the way. We will see. Oh, fantastic. So, right, here we go then. So, for Arigato, Sega, Nintendo, I'm taking everyone back. I'm taking it way, way back to the glorious year of 1990. Of course, 1990, famous year for Nelson Mandela being released from prison, for the year that Margaret Thatcher resigned as UK Prime Minister. Uh, We had brilliant Hollywood films such as Edward Scissorhands and Pretty Woman out in 1990. But it was also the year that the Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System came, uh, came out and was released. And also the same year that the Sega Mega Drive hit Oh, hello. Hang on. Wow. So, Pretty oh. woman. Hello. Nintendo, hey. All right. <laughs> Ready for this. Ready. So the, the, the premise of the game is I am going to give each of you a uh, title of a computer game. And it's up to you to decide whether the game was released on the Mega Drive, on the Sega Mega oh, Drive, come or, <laughs> or the Super Nintendo. Okay. Or, okay, nice. or there's a oh. third option. Okay, so you've got three options with each of the questions I'm going to give you. It's e- you, you, you need to tell me, is it released, was it released on the Sega Mega Drive, the Super Nintendo, or have I just made it up? 
So, mm. okay. so you need to so you need to tell me Sega Mega Drive, Super Nintendo, or Sonsei Shinagata. <laughs> Sorry, which what was that? Made up in Japanese, I'm guessing. Sonsei yeah. Shinagata, which means Shinagata. which means never existed in Japanese. So yeah, all right. Right, okay. So guys, are we ready for the first questions? Yes, yes. absolutely. Okay, so question one for you, Grown Up Groads. This is the title of the of the computer game. Tell me, is it Sega Mega Drive, Super Nintendo, or Sonsei Shinagata? Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I reckon um, the, the Enchanted Castle might be maybe leaning me towards the old SNES. So, but who the hell is Alex Kidd? I, I reckon I'm going to go for the, the SNES on this one, purely on the castle. I can tell you... Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle came out on Sega Mega Drive. Oh, your beloved Sega Mega didn't Drive. You know that. <laughs> I was sitting there like biting my nails, like, oh, I hope you don't get it. Oh, I hope you don't get it. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Okay, so no points scored. No points scored. Okay. <laughs> now, Matt, before you get too yeah. excited, here's your question. Your first question. Question one Breath of Fire 2. Well, that, my friend, is a Sonsei Sinagata because Breath of Fire is a Zelda game that came out on later consoles, not on any of the SNES or the Mega Drive. Am I right? Wow. Wow. Can I just say, that was incredibly confident. So I'm, I'm expecting a point here. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Well, that, now I need to question my research team because I've got this down as a Super Nintendo game. I, according to Wikipedia, it came out in 1990. It's a role-playing video game, uh, recently re-released on Nintendo Switch. But the original Breath of Fire and Breath of Fire Two came out on wow. Switch. Wow! 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 So, you know what? That's that's horrible, mate. You done me dirty there. I'm not gonna lie. That's 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 a low blow. Now that's no, very no, this low... is it. The, the thing is, maybe you've got too much knowledge, Matt. I know. <laughs> Sometimes you can be too smart for your own good. And that's what I feel right <laughs> I'm now. I'm just too intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, um, you know everything. It just crumbles you. I oh, know that's okay. Well, fair enough. I actually right, didn't nope. realize that Breath of Fire was right, no, no. Zelda game, isn't it? Obviously, I know, I know, I know full well you're going to go back and check, uh, you know, fact check. Oh, I will be cross but... referencing all your answers. I guarantee you. <laughs> I am a very sore loser. Very sore Look, loser. So right. Anyway, question two: Grown up roads. I'm ready. Banana Man strikes again. <laughs> uh, I think this was a game. I think this was a game. What did it come out on? Strikes again. That means there's probably multiple in the series. <laughs> which means it's not the old Sonsei Shinegawagwa. Um, I reckon it is... The SNES. I'm going to go SNES again. I can't you're, be wrong you're, twice you're in a row with SNES. sticking with SNES, okay? <laughs> if you say SNES enough, it will come true. <laughs> I they can know you. that SNES controller. The answer is Sonsei Shinagata. Oh, oh, I had a feeling, you know. Man. I had so, a feeling. I don't remember seeing Banana Man on any console. Banana oh. Man was a fantastic cartoon, which I... It was. Absolutely loved and adored, uh, but I've checked and there was no computer game. I'm making a game tonight. There, there needs <laughs> to be a game for Banana Man. <laughs> Still no points scored. Oh, man. Now, Matt. Here we go. Hit me. Hit Here me. we Come go. On. Come on now. Give it to me. The people's champ. Come on, Matthew. <laughs> Question two. The Revenge of Shinobi. That's from Shinobi One, by the way. I was just showing you that I know the game. Carry on. <laughs> it's on the Mega Drive, but I mean, I'll wait for you to ask me the question. But carry on. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. There we go. So, Matthew, well done. That's a point. Uh, Sega Mega Drive. Thank you. Highly successful and popular side-scrolling platform game. 
A side scrolling beat em up that had you and the other teaming up. Yes, amazing. Boom. I'm on a roll. 1 0, baby. Right, there we go. 1 0 yeah. to Matt. Growing up, Groads, you need this. You need yeah. this to, get, to take it through to a tie break. Come on. Your last question. Michael sorry, Jackson's you're... Moonwalker. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. The title for your final computer game Streets of Rage 2. Ooh. Two. I, I like I like all these titles that are, that they sound like they're all sequels. Um which has already fooled me once before. Well the thing is I'm not gonna give you any clues, but the reason for that is obviously because Super Nintendo and the Mega Drive being the follow-ups to mm. the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, and the Master System back in 1983 and 1987, respectively. <laughs> you have done your research, haven't you? Well, I, I just, I just feel like I need to keep up with, with Matt. You know, I just want to, just want to see who's better, Wikipedia or Matt. <laughs> oh okay, well, I'm, st- I'm sticking to my game plan, uh, and I'm going to say Snes for the third and final time. <laughs> And I hope it comes through. Ladies, gentlemen, children of all ages, I can tell you that the answer is the Sega Mega Drive. Streets of Rage 2 was a hugely successful side-scrolling beat-em-up game on Sega Mega Drive. Do you know what, Jack? I, I actually feel bad because, like, to me, mm. like, these questions are the equivalent of saying something like, what colour are the leaves on a tree in the summer? <laughs> You're like, it's only going to be green. Like, you know what, this is how bad it is. I actually know that Yuzo Koshiro was the guy who composed the music for Streets of Rage. Like, that's how that's how deep my knowledge goes. It's so extensive. I feel like, I feel bad. I do. I feel I like you never like, a chance. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I've uh, like followed your mastermind and you've chosen your specialist subject. So I <laughs> default, by default, have to follow on with the retro games but yeah they're well played mate honestly ridiculous knowledge yeah do you know what i mean by sheer coincidence you know i do these um retro video game raps i've done like um street fighter i've done sonic i've done um mario kart the next yep. one that i'm actually bringing out happens to be on streets of rage so <laughs> no way stop, <laughs> stop it yeah. I completely not. It's like the, the the knowledge is just extensive. That's why I'm like, oh my god. Well, look, if if listeners, if you haven't uh, checked out Matt the comedian on Instagram or on YouTube, and you haven't listened to any of the retro computer game raps, do get over there and check them out. They are very very impressive. They're absolutely on point. <laughs> why? Thank you. Come and listen to me. I'm bloody good. <laughs> and, he, and he does it. And, he, and apparently, does a great Russell Brand impression. Yeah, was that Russell Brand? <laughs> um, I was going close, for uh, my mum, but you know, I'll, I'll settle for that. <laughs> hello, holding the quill. Oh, hello, drinks and groups, and the many quillettes and quillettes listening. I do hope you're all well and in peace. Peter, is that is that you? Yes, it is I, Peter Parsley. How are you, Groats? I thought I recognised your voice. Yeah, very well, thank you. Good, good to um, good to hear from you. How have you been? Yes, I've been very well and um, zen, you might say. I, I might say. I don't say it a lot, but potentially, I, I would say zen. Yes, that is very true. So, thank you, Groats, for inviting me to discuss a little bit more on this show um, about my spiritual journey and um, if it's okay with you and your listeners I wanted to speak a little bit more about my personal spiritual journey which has taken me from the likes of Salford to Sri Lanka and allowed me to gather a respectable following of spiritual devotees mainly in the North Wales areas of Wrexham and Rill I wanted um, to talk to you a little bit about my my upbringing and um, my own personal journey. So I'll I'll do that now, if that's okay. Now, I had a somewhat modest upbringing uh, here in Salford, but my parents worked very hard and saved up enough money to send me to a very good boarding school in North Cheshire, 
I learned a lot about myself at boarding school. And one thing I learned was that I had a deep obsession with pleasurable self-exploration. Right. What what do you um what do you mean by that? Well, but essentially I, I I developed a an obsession with masturbation. Uh, okay. So uh, yes, I I mean I would actually masturbate absolutely anywhere and everywhere uh, in the library in toilet cubicles, um, behind the school gates. And, and for the most part, I, I did get away with it until I was actually caught one day by, by Mr. Laney, my art teacher. I was going about my, uh, my you-know-what you business while staring at a book on neoclassical art. And I was actually expelled from school. And my parents, they, they did the right thing, and they, they sent me to therapy. Now, thankfully, my therapy, it worked wonders, and my problem was tamed after just two weeks. I finished my schooling and went on to get a highly paid job in finance in London. After 10 years of working 80-hour weeks and feeling like a slave to the banking world, I decided to stand up and step away from the corporate capitalist existence I'd created for myself. I went travelling. And my travels, it took me to faraway places over in Sri Lanka. And I spent six months learning and practicing yoga, meditation, and how to live a pure life. As Rumi, the great Persian master, once wrote, If you can't smell the fragrance of love, and you're unwilling to swim butt naked in the stream of truth, well then, turn around and get out of here. Leave and shut that door behind you. Are they Rumi's exact words that he, that he used? No, yes. Oh, yes, Groves. Most definitely they were his words that he wrote. I studied Jalal al-Din Muhammad Rumi for, for well over six months. And um, I, I do know many of his quotes. And that, I mean, that's the first one that pops to mind. Now, hmm. Clothes, do, do you mind if I actually um, sing to you, Drinks, and all of your listeners a song that I've written about my spiritual journey, but also about the journey of my spiritual followers? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Go for, go for it. Wonderful. Thank you very much. This song, it's called... Touch me, and I will set you free. It's time to follow anything you want to, because hope is here. Where is it? Yes, it's over here. Oh, wonderful. Come on, have no fear. You often wonder if it's even right to have it out about your place in the human race but please remember that it is okay to remind yourself about your worth upon this earth I've discovered something that relates to peace and harmony for you and me, it's spirituality, melancholy, it will never find you if you follow me, on a journey, to spirituality, I will take you, yes I will take you, I'll take you there. Take you to spirituality. What, what a lovely song, um, Peter. One question for you. Um, 
how exactly do your followers become enlightened exactly? Uh, well, grades and uh, drinks and listeners, of course, I, I cannot explain fully as uh, this would, of course, alter the spiritual power of the ceremony. But let's just say it involves a little bit of nudity, some incense candles, and rather a lot of Vaseline. Wow. Okay. Well, that, that's quite a quite a cocktail. Um, we should probably leave it there for for today. Um, I hope that you're you, you can get in touch with us soon. Well, I do have um, quite a, a backed up list of uh, um, some wannabe devotees to my spiritual enlightenment. So uh, I better go back to the shops, get some more Vaseline and incense and uh, just sort out first. But I, I certainly will be calling again. Take care to you and everyone else. Goodbye. And there you have it, guys. Episode two wrapped up. Uh, packaged and uh, it's all in your ears and head now Um, I hope you enjoyed the show Um, you know let's hope that we hear a few more fun uh, interesting calls and emails in the next show but uh, listeners brace yourselves because there's going to be a very fun and interesting twist in the next show so tune in So signing off uh, from from me, Baby Drinks. And me, Grown Up Crows. We've been... We've been... We've been holding the, the quill. a very flattened Luke Skywalker. There you go. There's there's an analogy for you. (laughs)